Welcome to Systemize Success. In today's episode, I'm going to be delving into one of the key frameworks in our business. It's how we delegate work effectively, how we communicate with our team, how we have total control and visibility about everything that's happening in our business on a day-to-day basis, and how we use this to make sure when we get new people coming in, they know exactly what they need to be doing now and also in the future. It's all down to our unified task matrix. And today I'm going to explore this and explain how you can use it to improve your delegation management and teamwork within your business. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so if you've been following along, we've been going through the six-step business automate system. And today we're going to be talking about reassign, which is step four. This is used when a new person comes into the business, but also when you're moving someone into a new role or you're just reallocating work. It's all done in the same way. And it's also what we use to manage our team going forward for the long term. So it's a skill or a technique that, yeah, it's incredibly useful at the beginning when you're getting started, but it's something that you will use for the rest of your business life. The Unified Task Matrix is basically a board where we're going to be delegating work to them. But we set this up in a really simple way that allows us to have visibility about all the stuff they're just working on, the ad hoc work, but also all their recurring work and also any projects, any long-term work they're involved with or pipelines, often as we call them in our business. And having it all in one place means that you as the business owner can see exactly what each member of your team is working on. And for the person doing the work for your staff, it means they only have one place to go to be clear on what they need to work on next. And you know, knowing the priorities of work and which order they should be done in is a real challenge for your staff. You as the business owner or the manager, like it's clear for you probably what it is that people should be focusing on. But often people, we we as business owners fail to communicate that effectively to our team. And the Unified Task Matrix is a way to visually help you to help your staff know what it is they should be prioritizing that they're on their work next. So this for us is set up in Asana. You could use different task management apps, but I've found Asana to be an incredible app. And it's something that I've talked at length about over the course of this podcast. It's one of those apps which is game changing in your business. It's a task management app that allows you to delegate work and assign it to people, put due dates on it, and also organize everything pretty much going on in your business. Today, I'm going to be talking about using a project to set up a task board for your staff to tell them, to show them exactly what it is they're going to be working on. In our world, we have two main sections on our task board. One is for the ad hoc work, and we have columns like pending, priorities, in progress, awaiting review, and awaiting uh, help. And then we also have a section for all our recurring work. So we have daily, weekly, monthly, and then periodic tasks. And we have some other stuff besides, but I'm going to keep it simple for the, for the sake of this podcast. And those two main sections allow you to basically give all the work that you need to to your member of staff in a really visual way 
and allow you to prioritize it by moving it into the different columns or by giving it a ranking order. So from top to bottom, by putting due dates on it and obviously the time of the, the due date will then prioritize it, but also by adding things like custom fields and tags. So you can actually show visually what it is that you feel is the most important and the priority work that people should be working on. And doing this enables your staff to just crack on with stuff. And not letting them to or not leaving them to procrastinate and worry about are they working on the, the right thing right now or just wasting time doing stuff that actually isn't really a priority. The other massive advantage of using a task board in a task management app like Asana is that you eliminate the need to send stuff by email or WhatsApp or instant messaging, whatever you're using. So it keeps everything in one place. It allows you, therefore, to track all the communications, all the comments, all of the the team working that's going on around a specific task or a project and to capture all of that in one place. So you're not having threads of conversations on you know, email and bits on WhatsApp and bits on Slack or whatever. Everything is kept in a single place so that you can refer back to it. Everybody knows what's been said. Everyone knows the progress of the work. And it allows you, therefore, to be far more efficient, both in the communication, but in the collaboration as well. There are gone of those days for us where, for me, when I used to you know, send emails to people and say, oh, can you work on this task now? And then next day I'd send another email with another three things. And then I tried to like rationalize it and say, I'll work on task four next and then task two. And then, oh, actually, no, scrap that. Do this instead. This is far more important. And you end up sort of in these threads of conversations and sending a quick WhatsApp message while I'm you know out and about. Oh, can you do this as well? And you lose track totally of where you're up to, of who's doing what, of when it should be done. And it's really confusing for your team as well to know like what is it that I should be actually prioritizing or working on next. By bringing all of that onto a unified tax task matrix, it allows you to then order things for you to have that, that single place, that single reference where everything goes so you can be confident that if you go there, you can see exactly what your staff member is currently working on. That'll be in the in-progress column for the ad hoc work or what they're going to be working on today in their daily or their weekly or their, their monthly columns. But it also allows your team to have the same. They know exactly what it is they should be working on because everything is in one place. And I just put a little caveat in here because some people say, yeah, but I don't work well like that. You know, I, I like being able to just ping messages or voice message to my staff. You know, that's the way I'd like delegating work. It's efficient for me. And I get that. I'm exactly the same. This doesn't, this doesn't prohibit the use of a task board. You just need to be smart about the way you delegate stuff. So, for example, if I'm out and about and I'm on my mobile phone, I don't really want to be logging into my task management app, going to their project, adding the task, typing things out. That's really inefficient. And it probably means that I wouldn't do it. Or if I do it, it'd be really sort of lame and not really filled in properly. And I wouldn't give them all the details I needed. And ultimately, that task probably wouldn't be done right or at the right time or whatever. So if I am out and about and I want to actually delegate a task effectively, I can send a voice message you know, via Slack. That's the communication channel we use within our business. But maybe use WhatsApp, that's fine. Or even email, actual absolute push. But we, we try and avoid internally email entirely. And there's other reasons for that, which I'll cover in another episode about communication. But the biggest one is distraction. When you delegate work to somebody, you want someone to focus on that task. You don't want them to see all the other noise that's going on in emails. And emails are full of noise. Anyway, more of that later. 
For now, we'll talk about how you actually do delegate stuff when you're going when you're out and about and you want to send, you know, whether it's a video or a screen share or you know a, a voicemail, and you just do exactly what you do anyway. But this time, instead of just saying, "Hey, John, can you just work on this task next? This is what I want you to do. Here's the details," and you go through the red method, which I talked about before, and using didact, which I talked about in in episode uh, one three five, uh, and didact gives you that structure, that framework when you're delegating works. So you always give them what they need, everything they need to do the task. But now, so you're going to you're going to do that, and you can do it by voice. But you, the last thing you're going to say is, "And please add this to your task board." If it's a recurring task, you'd say, please add it to your daily tasks. Please add it to your weekly tasks. Or if it's an ad hoc task, then it would just say, just whack it in your pending column. Or this is a priority. Stick it in your priorities column. And now that easy way for you to delegate hasn't been taken away, but you've now got that task in the task management app in your unified task matrix. So when you then come back to their look at their workload a week from now, everything you've pinged over to them via whatever means you find the most convenient has been captured by them and put in a structured, ordered fashion in their unified task matrix. And that is what gives you that clarity and that visibility about everything that's going on. It's an absolute game changer having everything in one place because it allows you to see their workload as well. So one of the things we ask our, our staff to do is to actually monitor how long things are taking them. Now, it doesn't matter for me if you are paying your staff on a you know a contractual basis, so they had a monthly salary and they just work you know around 40 hours a week or whatever. Sometimes they work more because they're doing overtime or whatever. Or if you're paying them on an hourly rate and then for you a bit more diligent about tracking sort of what they're doing. To me, it doesn't matter. This isn't about tracking how long they're doing work in order for me to pay them. This is about me tracking how long each individual activity takes. And this is for the recurring work more than the ad hoc work, because by nature, ad hoc work is done once. So knowing how long it took is only valuable for sort of seeing, okay, that was, you know, that took a long time, whatever, let's, let's deal with it. But for the recurring work, knowing how long each of those tasks is taking and actually monitoring that gives you that person's workload. It tells you what their capacity is. So when you've got all this in a task management app, you can simply just have a look at the total number of minutes taken per day, per week, per month. And you know that that amount of time is taken up by somebody's regular work. So if I have a new big project that I want to launch and I want to get some help from the team, I can go and have a look at their unified task matrix. I can see how long on average per day all of their recurring work is taking them. And therefore, I know whatever's left is their capacity. So if I want someone to work four hours a day on a big project, but they've actually only got two hours spare, then that's pretty, uh, that's unrealistic. And if me doing that and pushing that work onto them, it's just going to cause stress and the work's going to be rushed or not done right, or some of their regular work's going to be, you know, done badly because they can't possibly fit it all in. If you don't have a record of this, of how long things are taking, of exactly what they do, when they do it, you know, what day of the week or what day of the month or whatever, then it's very hard for you to actually get that that visibility and to be able to then be sensible when you are delegating, being you know, that you're giving someone uh, work they have the capacity to actually do. So it's an incredibly powerful tool for that reason too. Now, we've been using task matrix or task boards for years now, and we've refined them as we've gone over the years. But these fundamentals have remained the same. And we do some fancy stuff now, whatever. But if you're just getting started, then these absolute basic things of having your ad hoc work and your recurring work 
and getting everything documented in there. Get every single thing someone does on a daily basis or weekly basis into this, plus all the ad hoc work. And it will then give you that clarity about what it is happening in your business. In effect, if you do this properly, every single task that happens anywhere in your business at any time should be represented on somebody's task board whether that's yours, whether that's your managers or your teams. And I appreciate that sometimes you have you know, big projects that are going on and it won't be suitable to put like all the tasks for a single project on someone's task board. It would just be totally overwhelming. So we use a trick called the project placeholder. And this is a task that sits on their task board. So let me give an example. So we have our podcast promotion pipelines. It's a system that I developed to repurpose our podcasts into different social media channels, to create the posts, to the images, the videos, to schedule all, all that out, and to monitor it and see how we're performing. And that's quite a, a comprehensive uh, or quite a, a big project. And it's an ongoing project. And it happens, uh, and there's a few team members involved. So there's a separate project in our task management app, which is our podcast promotion pipeline. And that shows me at a glance exactly where in this repurposing and publishing and promotion pipeline each of my podcasts is up to. And each podcast probably has around 40 or 50 different tasks associated with it. Back in, the, back in the beginning, when I started out, I would be putting all of those tasks onto someone's task board. But what happens was the task board gets totally overwhelmed and you can't sort of see the wood for the trees. It just becomes a mess of all these, these tasks happening and they're all, it's like hundreds of tasks and columns. It's really hard to actually keep track of stuff. So we move that into, as I said, into a separate project. This is just one example. It could be, for example, updating your website. It could be creating new content. It could be promotion it could be if you're in property onboarding tenants or um dealing with maintenance issues whatever it is these things are happening all the time in your business and there's loads of tasks associated with each of these pipelines or each of these projects but what we so we don't want to put all of those tasks onto someone's task board because it just becomes overwhelming and confusing but we do want to represent it on there and so these project placeholders sit in the, you know, is it, a, is it something they do daily? Is it like a, a thing they action and move along their pipeline or move along the project on a daily basis? Or is it something they put time aside you know, every once a week to actually work on? So wherever it should sit in your recurring column, so daily, weekly, monthly, you put a placeholder. And this placeholder then points to the project where all of these tasks are all managed and it's separately. So it keeps the task board nice and clean, but allows you as the manager to see, oh, yeah, that person on a, you know, say it's a Friday, block out half a day to do this. So on a Friday afternoon, that person spends four hours working on that project. So you as the manager now know that Friday is unavailable because they've got other work that's being done. It allows you also, as I mentioned before, about putting the average time taken to do tasks. You say, look, this project is taking four hours on a Friday. So therefore I know the capacity of that person is reduced for that for that period of time so it gives me that that total visibility that unified visibility of everything that's going on but it also like i said before it means it's not getting totally clogged up and as a reminder for your staff it reminds them to to work on that particular thing each day week or month or whatever it is it seems simple but it's incredibly incredibly powerful so keeping everything that happens on the task board monitoring how long each of those tasks or projects or you know if it's a multi-step task how long they group the the the, the, the set of tasks takes to do 
allows them to know, you know how much time they've got to actually allocate to that work each day or week or whatever it is. And for you to see this is how long it's taking. But by putting it all in one place, it keeps everything nice and ordered and organized. So someone's not got to remember, oh yeah, yeah, on a Tuesday, I've got to do X, Y, and Z, or, you know, or I'm working on this project in the background. It's like, often I've noticed like, when we delegate projects to people in the past, before we did it this way with this project placeholder, we'd be saying, you know, you're going to work on this project. So when you've got any downtime, go and work on this project. And, it would, you know, we'd have whatever it is. Or it may be like, yeah, yeah, just do this project, you know, every, just, just push it along on a daily basis. We didn't put that onto their task board. And so often, like, people may forget or they get other priority work and it just gets shunted aside. This project placeholder gets rid of that because it actually puts a time set aside at a given day, week, or month, or whatever it is, for them to actually work on that particular project. And as I said before, gives you visibility, who's doing what, where, and how, how long is it taking, and therefore, you know the capacity of your team. So that's the whole unified task matrix, or a simplified version of the task matrix. And the way we use this when new people starting is quite important, because I've fallen foul in the past of you know, I get excited, like especially in the early days when I was just started hiring, get excited this new person's arriving. And if you've been following along and you've done your personal systemization plan, which I talked about in episode 134, um, and you've created this long list of work this new person's going to be you know, doing when they arrive, and you've used that to craft your job posting to find the perfect fit for your business. And, you know, you're obviously excited this person's arriving because suddenly you're going to offload a load of work or your managers are going to offload a load of work or your existing team are. And so one of the the um, things I did badly previously was to just dump everything onto their unified task matrix right from day one. So I'd fill up, you know, the daily, the weekly, the monthly and everything. And yeah, that's good because they know what they need to do, but also it can be a little bit overwhelming because even if you've got really well documented tasks and everything's in there, it's also a lot for somebody to take on and learn when they're just starting with you. They're learning how your team works. They're learning how to communicate. They're learning how you know, the apps work. They've done the, hopefully the onboarding, which I talked about a couple of episodes ago. So they, they, they have all of that new stuff to basically uh, assimilate and get into their brain and get into the get into the habit of working with you in the way you want to work and now you're just like throwing loads of work at them so we'd like to drip this on and this is important so i i have a, a phrase called don't mob your assistants and this is you know don't micromanage don't overwhelm and don't break and this is really talking about the o of overwhelm so we don't want to just dump everything onto someone's plate on one day onto the unified task matrix on day one we want to think sensibly about okay what are the easiest stuff we can get onto their plate, get them some confidence, hopefully be able to give them some great feedback using the feedback model to be able to improve future behavior while ask them to do more of the same. So if we start with the easier stuff, there's more chance of them doing it well. And so therefore moving those tasks on first and just holding back for a week or so or a couple of weeks and then just pushing more and more work as they they free up their capacity from their, their onboarding, from their basic training, from just the getting things wrong and taking too long and just gauge where they're at. And over the course of a few weeks, we want to really start filling up their time, their, 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 their available time. And, and as they actually become more efficient, we can then put more and more work on until we hit a really good capacity. And the way you know how long things are taking and the way you know when it's time to push more things on is by looking at the average time everything's taking, adding it all up or just looking at it on a uh, in, in your task manager app, it'll automatically add things up for you. And therefore you can actually see, look, 
Last week, this person worked 35 hours. Great. Let's fi put five more hours work onto their onto their task board and then keep monitoring it and wait until they get to that capacity. And then obviously, you know that you're, you've got it about right because you've built up over time. And yeah, efficiency should mean the task take a little bit less as time goes on. So you can add a few more things or maybe they'll be working on some more creative stuff or they'll just have some uh, time to think about projects, think about task improvement. Because we don't want to also fill up the diary so much or someone's the, the, the task matrix so much. There's no time for them to actually think about task improvement. So having a very clear visibility about what they're doing, how long is it taking, means that when we can say, okay, cool, so you've got about 35 hours of actual, you know, general regular work, give or take, it might take a bit longer, sometimes a bit shorter other times, but that means you've got some extra time to do things like sharpen your task, which I'm going to talk about again in more detail in a couple more episodes. And this is all about thinking about process improvement. So you want your team to be like proactively improving the efficiency of the work they're doing. Because if it's left to you as the business owner or manager to constantly, you know, think of innovative ways to improve the work, then you'll hit capacity and you won't have time to do higher value work because you'll be spending your whole time improving your systems. And systems improvement is something that happens for the lifetime of your business. So having people have a little bit of extra time and capacity and headspace to be able to actually think about this stuff. And this is also stuff we talk about in our one-to-ones, which I mentioned uh, in our onboarding meeting, uh, onboarding episode. And I'll talk about again in a subsequent episode in more detail. But this is having that capacity or knowing that they have the capacity means that they actually, you can push them to do it. If on the other hand, you don't really know, you know what someone's doing or you don't know how long things are taking them. And then you keep on pushing them to improve their processes, but they, they, they will then either push back or worse, they'll just say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have a go, but it doesn't get done. Because you then get frustrated thinking, oh, this person doesn't care or they're not interested in process improvement or making things better, when actually it's just they physically don't have time to do it. So getting everything, everything onto the unified task matrix, being diligent about getting them to actually document how long on average things are taking and then reviewing that as part of your, your um, task board management process, that then allows you to have confidence that people do have capacity and therefore you can push them to do more and achieve more. So that's our unified task matrix. That is how we manage our team effectively, how we delegate work, how we communicate, how we improve collaboration and how by doing this in a step-by-step -step way when people are new, we don't end up overwhelming them, but we also give them the capacity to have time to think about what it is that could be improved going forward. If you found this episode useful, then please do share it with your friends and colleagues, leave some comments, give us some stars on your favorite podcast app, or just comment if you're on social media and ask any questions you might have and I'm happy to jump on and help. Hope finds this episode helpful. Until next time, I'll say goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye now.
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts, so please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.